G'day and welcome to the Brisbane preview brought to us by Betfair and powered by puntingform.com.au. This week, joined by Jack Dickens. Dicko, how are you? Very good, Curls. Excited to um, be part of this. It's an interesting card. I've done about an hour's worth of uh, form, which isn't much more than I need to do, to be honest. Um, most of my work's reviews, so I think I found one here in race eight. We're going to look at races eight and seven, yeah? Yeah, That's we will. Focus. We'll kick straight into it. Um, uh, this is race eight highlighted by the return of Alligator Blood, owned by a colourful racing figure, trained by the hottest man in Australasia right now, in David DVD. Van DVD. DVD. Oi, oi, oi. Flying DVD, Alligator Blood um, obviously progressed to its grades in Queensland, culminating in a big uh, in a big win in Melbourne, uh, and resumes here. Um, just a standard sort of Saturday open sprint, um, nothing outrageous. But uh, you've had a look at the data. Interesting to talk to you about the data on the, a few of these races today, because you sort of you come in with sort of fresh eyes and not someone that's sort of completely consumed by Queensland racing. So you can give us a more of a, you know, an impartial view on, on just the raw data that we have. My, my initial thought is for race eight is I look the way I do a speed map. There's a lot of speed. I don't know where alligator blood is going to get to from Barry five, even though it doesn't sound that wide a draw. Mm. Almost everything inside him has got speed. And when I'm just doing any race, I'm looking at where, what does this horse want? He wants a mile to 400 metres. We've got 1,110 metres because the rail's out four and a half at Doombin. We're going to be on a good four by the sounds. Is that what you predict or is there any rain about? Yeah, well, there is a there is a chance of showers sort of Thursday, Friday, but, um, you know, they'll just prepare the track to be a soft five in the morning, which will, by the time this race goes around, looking at the forecast, they'll be back on a good surface for good four. Yeah, so rail out four and a half. I did a bit of research on that as well. That should be pretty fair surface, pretty fair rail position. So uh, I, I don't think he leads here, do you? No, I don't think he does. And I, I think, I think most, of the, most of the punters at home, when you, they don't know of alligator blood, even if you're a Victorian punter or a Sydney-only punter, and you're going to think that he's on pace sort of bulldog. But I, I think he might sort of be two, at least one pair off the lead, maybe even two pairs here. Mm. I sort of thought um, the Odyssey will lead from gate one and probably um, probably Fiery Heights outside the leader. Um, so they sort of draw on one and two. So there's an opportunity there for horses or for jocks to, you know, to hold a spot behind those first two. I think they land in that right spot. And then you've got a couple of horses drawn inside Alligator Blood, which I couldn't imagine is going to give up their spot. So, you know, I, you know, Maloney might have to go sort of a pair or two back further again. Or, or put a, a severe amount of tempo into this race first mm-hmm. up, probably with like really, really big goals ahead of this, this campaign. So you, you don't know, you never know. But I, I think the favourite is that they ride a bit cautiously and allow these horses, which it looks like there's going to be enough Pending scratchings. We've got Catsby, Fiery Heights, and the Odyssey, who all want to lead or be mm-hmm. forward. I think the the favourite is that he takes cover here. Little little mini snick. But they should go pretty quick over 1,100. Yep, for sure. 
What do you like in this race? Oh, look, I suppose by the time we get to race eight, and if it's a drawing track, we'll get a we'll have a, a clear understanding, clearer understanding. Um, just on what we saw to the eye last start, just Orm was electric. Um, it, you know, put away similar type field, and you know, and obviously excluding Alligator Blood, but and did it in really nice style. Like he's that horse has had plenty of goes, just Orm, but it's hard, to, sort of hard to fathom to think that it was as good as I've seen it go. Like uh, to the eye, it looked amazing. I'm interested to see what your thoughts were, just on a, a data point of view. Oh, I found it. I, I, I like the map. The concern I have is it's I can't even count that high on the punting form um, webpage here, but it's like what tenth up or something. Long preparation. Yep. But Tony Golan, to to my uh, naive watching of Queensland racing, goes pretty well. Knows what he's doing. Mm. Um, it's got a huge figure, a double figure, figure. Yep. And it's over ten over a thousand and fifty meters. I want to be with horses that have good figures over the like eleven hundred or a thousand meters is a unique type of horse, and I'm happy to. I'd be against Alligator Blood. I'd be against Winx over eleven hundred. It's just it's an opportunity to, to to get odds about other horses all the time in this situation. It looks like the most obvious thing here. I think you get a fair price. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's got a bit of speed to me and can sit off this good speed. We think it's going to be good speed. It's got the big figure. So the faster they go early in a race is the more likelihood that there's going to be a big figure in the race. And that looks like this horse is the one that's sort of done it before. Its last run suggests to me it's flying. Uh, it ticked every box I look for, like data-wise on the Pontyform stuff, last start. Um, I thought the other, the other thing in the race that interested me a little bit was that number six, Mr. Marble Aroos. It probably sits off. I don't know where it gets to in the run, though. I think mm. Just Orm's pretty bomb-proof. Map wise, and I, I agree. I think Just Orm each way, or however you want to punt at home, would be the way I'd suggest the bet here. Number three, Just Orm. Yeah, I think, like you say, it has had a look like it's had a, a reasonable prep, but um, you know, it did beat, uh, it, it did handle Nick and over a couple back, and then you know, ran right up to that run again last start. And like, I think the map favours just suggest that um, you know, to, to if something's going to knock off Alligator Blood. Just Dawn could be the one. I'd expect Alligator Blood to have a fair bit left in the tank for what... Yeah, and also with Just Dawn, like it's, it's had nine starts at this track and trip for three wins and three thirds. Mm. It's just, I, I, I just want to focus on horses that I think are suited at this trip, at this track. And I, I think Alligator Blood, yeah, like we've, we've gone over it 40 times already, but I, I just expect it's got bigger things ahead of it and 1,100 metres is well short of what its best trip is. And it, wait, it may well just be too good. Class may get it there. But at the $1.75, um, happy to bet around it. All right. Um, race seven? Race seven. Um, this is a listed race uh, over a mile. Probably lacks a little bit of depth for a listed race, to be fair. Um, we saw a couple of horses in particular, Super Giant, have a really good prep last preparation. Um, very strange ride um, last start. He did go around favourite, and for a horse that was um, sort of first up, it was a bit of a wild ride from um, Mr Chow. He uh, sort of got caught wide, and instead of sort of, as you'd anticipate, probably look after the horse first up with bigger things ahead for the prep, he 
he did sort of uh, let it rip from the thousand. Uh, made a made a, a dash up to them and was entitled entitled to uh, tie a late. Um, so he probably looks on historical stuff a real good leading chance. And we have Torjoy um, representing the Wallace Stable here as well in the race. Does it, does it lead pretty easily from two? Yeah, look, at, I think Torjoy and Supergiant are the two. Um, I'm just not sure how aggressive they'll be on Supergiant um, second up here whether Torjoy holds it or Supergiant pushes on. We've seen Supergiant lead at good clips last prep um, and run really well. But they are the two on the map and um, probably the probably the two leading chances. Uh, Skate well, the Paris has been going well enough. If we think that the track, and you, you'd know by now, and like so astute is Kelly's betting advice, if you're not getting it, you're... I can't help you much, but like again yesterday, what did we take five? So you know, two twenty or something. Yeah, we caught four fifty after deductions on a winner that SP two twenty four. One only bet yesterday, outstanding work. Um, the, the the track player play a big role here, but I oh, I can't get past Torjoy. Like it's the format of that horseshoe race is pretty strong. Everything out of it's improved its overall figure. We think it's going to get a pretty soft lead. Uh, I just. It looks pretty bomb-proof here. Like it looks like classic Waller, just going, just going to go and pick off like a really soft listed race for a man. Yeah, brilliant placement. Brilliant placement. Back, no, back yeah. up that page. Even if they have to hand up the front to Supergiant because he wants to, you know, wants to charge, he's still going to get the run of the race. Uh, what about what about number ten? One for Betty. I half found it. It doesn't have a big figure. Doesn't. But it was pretty good last start, and it's going to get that really soft run. Yeah, it did Probably close off. Three feet back the fence. It's going to need luck. Yeah, it did close off. I'm sort of map, um, map and and jock is a little bit of a a little bit of concern. Did sort of get a little bit lost last start as well, and I think it could be buried fence here, um, and I think it's going to make it pretty difficult. Horse that has sort of improved. Um, even though it's a little bit older, is um, number five uh, junction. Thought it produced a pretty good figure um, when it won, uh, resuming from a spell, won an open, and and then just a little bit against it the other day at Eagle Farm. It never really got a clear sort of run. It was on heels most of the journey. Um, it's got a pretty strong figure at the mile, winning at Durban here la- towards the end of its last preparation. Um, yeah. I sort of thought that he could he could take a really good spot, sort of third, fourth from that gate, you know, behind those two that we mentioned earlier. I thought that he could be one that could run a race as well, but um, escape that Paris will get back. And then so we're going to sort of rely on what tempo we get here on how hard these want to go. But uh, Barefoot's another horse that, that um, you know... Has I was going to ask you about Barefoot. Has a huge figure back um, May in May at Doombin over this trip. Yeah, I found that. Um, in my mind, the the stable's more of a provincial operation. Is that right or wrong? Um, deadly in the deadly on the deadly at the provincials when the money's on. No, they had their fair share of metros, but um, you know, it's, yeah, certainly not in the yeah, certainly not as uh, well. Yeah, they go they go okay, but yeah, certainly more known for their provincial exports probably. 
just just like out of interest too, like that junction which you've half tipped here, Skate to Paris has got a big SP over it. Yep. Last stuff. And even uh, if you go back to the like, way, way back, one for Betty's got a good SP over it as well. So mm-hmm. I think sort of what we're getting to is this race is pretty even. Yeah, there's a there's a number of horses that you know have the ability to win it, depending on tempo, I think. But um, I'll sort of keep going back to that point there of the tempo here. Tour Joy can dictate where it leads because Supergiant doesn't want to, or if Supergiant does, Tour Joy can take the sit behind the leader, and and that might just be enough, just enough aces up its sleeve there, and just getting um, just getting um, Ronnie Stewart to execute will um, could determine the race. Now, there's the, there's the two good races done and dusted. I've got a question for you. No notice. Race two, DVD again. We're back to DVD territory. Yep. Now, as I'm skimming through this morning, number seven, Amici, right? It looks, if you look at it just briefly, that it's about fifth or sixth up. You dig a little deeper, it's actually not. He's freshened it, given it a trial. It's come out sort of first up, but 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 race fit and improved nine lengths to run a 4.3 compared to a 5.3 below. Mm. Is there something in this as to how you handle DVD and how other people can sort of start to read DVD, David Van Dyke? Yeah, so... Australia's been, greatest ever owner. <laughs> I've been rattling on about uh, pattern recognitions in Queensland my entire punting career, I think. Um, and this one, this one is a pattern that's definitely emerging from this camp. Now, I know the season is relatively in its infancy. Um, David Van Dyke striking above 51% winners to runners so far, um, which is out of this world. So what I've noticed is um, first up, like absolutely deadly, Second up, deadly. Third up, drop off a bit. What I have been noticing is they get to that... David Van Dyke is very good at spacing runs between preps, four to five, four to six weeks, little barrier trial in between. And this Amici, uh, you know, is a good example. Like you say, it had its three runs back at one by 10, first up on the heavy at the sunny coast in a maiden progressed to a class one where it handled them, then got beat in a class three. Um, and if you have a look at its figures, it um, it regressed third up to beat its sort of worst run. Yeah. And then... Well, it, it basically, it, it equaled its debut run as its worst run. Hmm. But yeah, it, 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 it was profiling like that and then it just went boom. Yeah. So then... Just look at that. Look at that finger. <laughs> It's not sweet, is it? It doesn't go straight. Yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. Sorry. So, uh, you know, and then for that, and then he goes five weeks between runs with a little quiet jump out in between times and it comes out and, like, it's winning. Look, I know it was a, I know it was only a Phillies and Mares class three, but it, it eyeballed in gear, not a bad horse, and, you know, ran, you know, 4.3 below. Like you said, it's a nine-length improvement. So there, there was a, a little instance. Of, we discussed that um, that horse of his that won in town two weeks ago, um, the Sydney horse, Lord. 
name escapes me. I should have looked it up earlier. Um, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, anyway, so, do all that. Do your own research there at home. I'll find it. Uh, I'll find it. Desert Lord. Remember it came up here Desert two Lord. weeks ago, one on debut. It's a miler. So the listed this this listed race here was an absolute, like, Mozza, two weeks between go to this list, go to the listed race this week. DVD said during the week, no, I'm going to give it a little fresh and change a few little things, tweak a few little plans, little fresh and trial, and then re- then run it again. So put that in your black book. Like if it comes up a dollar fifty, it'll start a dollar thirty. Um, so that's just a bit of pattern recognition on DVD. I've got no idea what to expect from Amici in this race. It's off its last run, it's a complete moral, um, but does it repeat? That's the question. Um, there's a few DVD runners throughout the day that get here sort of, and I'll treat, I'm treating a Michi second up. And if you have a look through its stats, uh, through the data there on punting form, you'll see that it did make, um, the horse did make some improvement first up to second up. Um, at the beginning of the prep. So uh, it's it's a tough – It's well, it's not tough. You just keep backing them, don't you? When, when a stable's winning at 50%, you just don't pet against. But um, I think you just got to be – there's, there's certainly nothing, uh, nothing sus out of the race either. Like one's improved its figure, another horse has run third, another horse has run second, and the other horse sort of went awful. So there's no real – No, definitely clear, not. Clear there. Definitely the other not. horse, we've got a race four, number five, good chat, who won at a dollar thirty, like a dollar thirty, two weeks ago on the sunny coast in a maiden, up in yep. grade here. How do you handle that? Well, this will be an interesting. This will be a very interesting sort of SP profile. This horse and what it goes off. I mean, on the data, like it did nothing <coughs> in it on debut. Uh, sorry, it did nothing last start when it won, like on the data. Um, it sort of, it led, they went 13 lengths slower. Yeah, it's, it's figure, it's figures awful compared to, yep. you've got Tycoon EV, Safeway, Clairvoo, Star and the Actuary who have gone faster than the all average benchmark, which is pretty good for Queensland, like this level of race. He's sure. 13 lengths off that. He's he 13 is. lengths off break even. So it's really tricky for people to, to like us to, to go yeah he can he can get to this but also like it's a small field maybe there's no tempo sometimes if they go slow early you just can't run that big figure exactly and that's what it did obviously when it won its maiden last start pretty certain that um, um, you know Ryan Maloney rode it in that race and he basically tapped it into neutral at the 300 and just rolled down the big Caloundra Hill down there you know just ambling down the straight uh, it was and it was heavily backed. Like they took a dollar sixty-five down to a dollar thirty. Um, yeah, nothing was in the frame. Um, this is a like this is a diff, an interesting race as far as what price do you market? What price does it start? Do the big teams that, that are working off data do they get involved here? Do they sit out because it's got no figure but it just it's DVD? I thought Tycoon Evie is a horse that I've sort of spruiked a little bit and bet a little bit as well recently. Um, you know, I thought you'd done a good job in winning last start, and I just just sort of thought that maybe, possibly, um, possibly done enough for the prep. 
hard to know. Um, and then you've got another stable that um, that uh, the viewers should be sort of black booking in particular is the Morrissey stable. They've got safe work here. Um, punning form will show you, if you look at the stable results, punning form will show you the, the price fluctuations on some of these horses. And I can assure you that when there's money for these horses in town, they run well. Um, very. And they're hot at the moment. The, the last 12 months, they're negative 15, 14.3% pot. Yeah, last overall. 15, overall. They're, they're 27.8 profitable. So they, they've had a big sort of improvement the last 50 starts. Definitely. So just a stable worth worth noting because they can improve. I'm not saying this in a, in a negative sense, but they can improve and they have improved off no form, um, you know, when there's money there to suggest that they're ready to run well. So uh, we saw it with Parco again on the weekend. It was um, it was well supported and, and ran time. So yeah, there's a number of, number of um, examples there. So look, an interesting day Saturday. We're sort of... We don't want to get a. We don't want to get ourselves too great up over DVD, um, but it's, you just, hard. it's hard not to because you've just you've got to have so much respect for how the stable's going, and you know I think we've already discussed betting against Alligator Blood, <laughs> our peril because it's a DVD first up, and we don't know where Amici where Amici fits. You know, do you, does it run up to the same figure? And then we've got um, the other horse there that we mentioned, Good Chat. Um, who is yet to be tested. Um, very, very scary. Very, very scary. Um, as always, though, if you're going to bet in Queensland, get curly, hold your hand. That's what I'll do. Um, yesterday, didn't force it. Just one bet, $5 into $2. Bang, one. What meetings are you covering this weekend? Um, so recording this Thursday, slipping out of Ipswich, um, started doing the Sunny Coast well, nearly finished doing the sunny coast uh, Friday night where there's a couple of opportunities there, I think. A um, couple of David Van Dyke runners resuming from spells as well. We might just take any price. <laughs> and then we've got... <laughs> <laughs> then we have Gold Coast uh, Saturday, the Metropolitan Meetings at Doomben, and we have Toowoomba Saturday night. Um, so we're... You know, we covered a few meetings last week and we were able to graft a profit, which is what it's about. And I think one of the one of the best things about last Saturday uh, in particular is I've had, like, three really good bets. Two of them have gone absolutely terrible and then we've sort of rolled into Toowoomba with a, you know, with a big blast in the second last. So uh, it's a long day. It's hard not to throw the toys out of the cot early, but... Um, yeah, just but come he on. does. It does have help, punters. He uh, he has a personal driver like Craig Williams of Queensland. This bloke, he, yeah, <laughs> young bloke on the payroll. So, uh, not only are you supporting uh, the mailbag and curly, you're also supporting his son, giving exactly. some spending money. There's our driver. Might get yeah. some good content that I have from Toowoomba if it's fat again. Yeah, well, hopefully. Um, I really like the card at Toowoomba. Obviously, um, while we're filming this, the fields aren't out, but. There's a lot of black bookers in the nominations uh, and in the weights there, so I'm looking forward to a big Saturday. Beautiful work. Best bet, value bet, and a lay for the Doombin card. Have you got one? Um, yeah, look, I, I don't want to go into the race too depth, in too much depth just yet. Um, obviously, there's always a little bit to play out in Queensland, um, particularly <laughs> the last five minutes of betting. Um, just an early look, I suppose, across race three. I, I thought that Fisty Cuffs 
at a dollar ninety five is is terribly short. Um, I'm just not sure whether he's a horse. Uh, he's promised yep. a lot. He's promised a hell of a lot. He looks like a nice type. He's uh, he has put in some good efforts, but I just don't know whether he's whether the penny's dropped with him yet. And I don't want to be taken anywhere near that sort of price um, for a horse like him, particularly when you've got some tough hard sprinters there, like a horse like Piracy could well find the could well find the bunny uh, from gate two with Mashani Bullet on its back, and you know they they're not bad horses. Um, you know when they're able to get to do their thing. Thought it was very short. Um, and there's an earlier race here. Race one, number six. I haven't had a lot of luck um, with Alex Pattis um, as a jock. She loves going slow. Loves going slow. I, I think um, just looking at the map here, I think they have no choice here but to, to roll forward on this horse from the gate. And I think if they do, I think Tregano's the, the one to beat for mine. There's a couple of others there that... Did come up in the black book, but have drawn poorly. So um, Tregano with the claim and, you know, with only 54 should just roll forward and, and, and be in the finish. Well, I'm happy enough to suggest a bet on uh, race seven, number four, Tory Joy. I think there's good form out at Hawksby race. It can do as it likes, probably gets a soft lead. Uh, as to whether to get stuck in now or later, I'd hand that over to Curls. Just he'll tell you what to do via the app. And I think Just Orm, you can go each way there in race eight, number three, Just Orm. I think Alligator Blood's a risk at over 1,100, given its best performance over a mile. Um, just happy to, to, to bet in the race, basically against Alligator Blood, but I think Just Orm each way is a nice, nice, nice good bet, drawn to get a really good run behind what looks to be a good speed. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, thanks very much for joining us, mate. Appreciate your uh, input, um, particularly someone with, like I say, it's not sort of um, swallowed up by the game in Queensland and can come with some fresh eyes and, and look at some data. So um, really appreciate your time and, and hopefully between us uh, we can have a big weekend. Long, mate, continue. Thanks, Bonus. Good luck this weekend. Thanks. Bye.